0: This is your opening market podcast for Monday, July the 18th on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're talking right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, it was a nice start on the overnight session. What are we looking like uh, going into this Monday?
1: It's the hot and dry that's uh, that's driving things right now. You've got uh, this one- to five-day and six- to ten-day forecast that are showing... Warmer than normal temperatures, uh, anywhere from uh, two to ten degrees above normal for most of the Midwest across this ten-day span. Uh, so as we go into or we continue to try and finish this pollination period, we've got these uh, concerns about uh, about the the conditions that we're in. We also uh, are looking at the forecast. The western corn belt is still very dry. There was some areas or there were some areas uh, over the weekend that did get a little more rain than expected, but most of the Midwest, uh, uh, and spe- specifically with the Western Corn Belt, was missed, and that's going to be a major issue as we continue to move forward. You've got very dry times, and with this heat and, uh, and dryness that continues to persist, there are a lot of concerns in this Western Corn Belt of whether or not we're going to have uh, any kind of a crop out there. It's, it doesn't seem like it's a 2012 type situation, but it definitely uh, has a lot of uh, people uh, – uh, running scared right now.
0: Well, it's interesting. I've been seeing, you know, reports on social media from farmers that are saying that they're having to make decisions on how hard they're running their pivots anymore, not because they don't want to or it's not going to help the corn. It's just the fact that uh, where they're tapping that water from, it's getting more and more scarce.
1: Yeah, they can't keep up with it. That's I've been hearing the same thing and that is a a big issue and that's something that we, uh, we will continue to monitor. And, and the, the underlying uh, thing that we'll continue to watch is not necessarily in this corn, even though that is a big deal. It's going to be, will this persist into August for pod fill for the beans as well? Because we've seen that in other years where we were able to uh, pollinate uh, in decent conditions, but then the water shuts off uh, in in August and we end up with uh, some issues in the, uh, in the bean crop as well. So you see the beans uh, rallying this morning. Uh, Some of that is also going to be uh, on the macro side. We're going to follow the, uh, the strength in the, uh, in the dollar or the weakness in the dollar, the strength in the, uh, the equities and the crude. Uh, There was some uh, talk that uh, Gazprom has, uh, has uh, declared force majeure over on one country in Europe because they can't supply, uh, gas to them and that's driving the uh, the energy uh, prices so in turn we're seeing bean oil move which also puts a little bit of support into the rest of that bean complex
0: now when we look at other global uh things we know we haven't talked about russia and ukraine for a while is there still an effect going on from there i mean what are we hearing out of that region i should say we know there's an effect but what are we hearing from that area
1: yeah, it's it's a one-day-on, one-day-off type situation right now. We know that uh, uh, Putin and his counterpart uh, in Turkey are are meeting this week to discuss uh, further opening up or opening up uh, trade routes uh, out of Ukraine uh, and allowing that to happen so that uh, Ukraine can actually continue to or get back to shipping some of its wheat and, uh, and corn. The other thing that we've heard a lot is that uh, uh, shipments out of Crimea – are increasing uh, substantially, which is a little funny because that uh, starts to implicate uh, Russia in maybe stealing some of Ukraine's uh, uh, stores and shipping them as their own. So there's a lot of uh, lot of uh, you know hijinks going on over there, and obviously the war has not ended. So there's there's always going to be this underlying bullishness. That's why you can't completely write off uh, the grains uh, after the sell off that we've seen, but. You know, just like anything else, we need to. If you're going to have a bull market, you've got to feed the bull every single day. Well, this is an old story, so as they kind of find new wrinkles to it, that's where we might be able to find extra, uh, extra movement to the upside on this.
0: Now, what about the livestock side of things? We saw cattle, you know, get a little bit of a gain on the week. Uh, Hogs didn't uh, go one way or the other too heavily, but what are we looking at going into this week?
1: well i would think that uh, we're going to see a uh, steady to a dollar higher on the uh, cash side for uh, for fat cattle uh, looks like we've we've kind of just been uh, muddling through 136 up to like 143, 144 on the uh, the cash side of things. Uh, feeders did catch a nice uh, breakout uh, last week, and then they they took a uh, quite a bit of it off uh, to close out the week. So they almost uh, almost really didn't go anywhere after it was all said and done. Hogs are the same way. We will continue to obviously watch that uh, that heat uh, because that can stress these uh, these animals out there, especially in the in the Western Corn Belt, uh, Iowa, Nebraska, and Kansas. Uh, if you you bring in 10 degree above uh, normal heat, that is going to to weigh things down a little bit. You'll start to see some uh, maybe some uh, loss on that. So not necessarily uh, uh, death loss or anything like that, but uh, weight loss uh, type situation or not being able to keep up with uh, with rations.
0: And now another thing you think about those proteins, like the beef and the pork, and obviously we're in an economic situation that makes things interesting for the consumer. What are we hearing about like domestic demand for those products?
1: Well, the best band is is going to stay uh, stay somewhat stagnant. It's it's the thing that we'll be watching is that uh, if we do go into a recession, really money starts to get tight. That's when people will start to tighten the belt on on some of these uh, higher priced proteins like uh, like the beef side of things. Um, but for right now, I don't think we're seeing any of that necessarily hitting the meat counters. Uh, it's it's uh, we're still kind of uh, status quo. You look at uh, gas prices have come down a little bit. So I think uh, for right now, we should be okay. I am I am concerned about that because if we do go into that recession, it may not be an immediate thing. But as we continue to go in, and if it stays stays around for six months or or eight months or something like that, that does tighten the belt on things and does make uh, money a little bit more scarce. So uh, you'll you'll see people cut back and and on that beef side of things and maybe go to more chicken or pork or uh, or something that's a little bit leaner or a little bit uh, uh, fattier of a cut. That it's not going to be as expensive.
0: All right. Well, Greg, a lot of great information here. If folks want to talk to uh, the, you guys at Allendale and, and talk some marketing strategies, what's the best way to get in touch?
1: And give us a call at 800
0: uh, to market That's 800-262-7538. All right, Greg, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you again next week.
1: All right. Thank you. Talk to you later.
0: That, again, was Greg McBride of Allendale here on the Opening Market Podcast. Let's run down those futures numbers on September corn, they're thirteen and a half higher at six seventeen and three quarters. December up fourteen and a quarter at six eighteen. August soybeans up thirty five and a half at fifteen oh one and a half. November up forty two and a quarter at thirteen eighty four and a half. Soy meal up seven dollars and ten cents at four eleven thirty. Soy oil up two dollars and forty nine cents at sixty one sixty one. December Chicago wheat up thirty and a at eight twenty four and a Minneapolis up twenty six and a quarter at nine forty six even. Kansas wheat up twenty four at eight sixty nine and a quarter. December December oats up 17 at 460 and three quarters. October live cattle up $1.17 that's at $140.72. August feeders up 60 at 17695 lean hogs for August up $1.82 at 11165 pork cutouts are unchanged at 11452 class 3 milk up 3 cents at 2255 Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us today here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network where Iowa Ag Matters This is your opening market podcast I'm Dustin Huffman